me in a certain way and in different aspects. Um, I'm thinking, I'm thinking about an interview I did with um, Greg McKeown, which is the who is the author of the book Essentialism, and this is a book I I read um, two three times already. This is Scratch Your Own Itch, the one show that delivers the conversations that we're afraid to share, but need to. This show is all about creating a life worth living. I'm Logan Tyler Nelson, and I'm your host. So you're going to hear conversations with creators and entrepreneurs talk about what they do, their current and past traumas, how they became who they are, and what they are truly curious about. This is the show where we talk about the things we think about a lot, but need to talk about more. Please take note that this show is not a substitute for actually creating a life worth living, because this show will stir your beliefs, make you question what it means to create a life worth living. So my promise to you is to always give you one question to answer for yourself today, to start turning your dreams into a reality. Yeah, just you. So you've had that feeling where you've wanted to start something, but as you started, you felt like you were just copying all the people that you looked up at. And then all of a sudden you go, Well now I'm just I'm just copying. I'm not I'm not really making anything new. I'm not creating anything amazing. And you feel like some sort of imposter, right? Someone that you're just not really truly being. Well, today's conversation is going to be around just this, around the idea of stepping into shoes that you've never stepped into before, that feeling like you're finally taking a new chapter and reading it, or rather, hey, you're writing your own new chapter. My guest today is Fabian Raphael. She is the host of Marketing to Crush Your Competitors. And she is my sidekick today, and we're going to talk all about this imposter syndrome that we all have. If you're wondering who Fabian really is, well, we'll get into that. But her professional bio is, she has demonstrated the power of consistency. With over 250 episodes published to the date on Marketing to Crush Your Competitors, She comes from a background where she understands the importance of striving to do your best, but always in an ethical way. She understands clearly that podcasters need to be remembered, and they are the owners of their show, and should always be directing the conversation. So, without further ado, I'd love to introduce you guys to my sidekick today. Fabian Raphael. Hey, Fabian, how you doing today? Thank you so much for coming on the show. Good. Great introduction, by the way. I loved it. 
<laughs> oh, I think I think I really appreciate that. Um, I've been trying to kick it out of the park with the introduction just because, um, you know, you, you you matter. So I think that um, everyone deserves an awesome intro. <laughs> yeah, that's unique. I love it. Uh, so, um, well, hey, thank you so much for coming on the show. And also, I'd love to say that um, what you've put out there, guys, like, check it out. Uh, she's got this awesome podcast, Marketing to Crush Your Competitors. So if you're looking for a source of marketing, definitely check that out right away. But um, I want to, like, really get a sense of who Fabian is. And um, we we kind of like getting... I guess uh, when I say we, I like getting vulnerable right away. And I'd like to kind of ask you that that first question of just um, the, the hard, dark parts of becoming an entrepreneur and, and the, the horror story that you may have behind that. Mm, well, first of all, it's it's been a long time that I wanted to be an entrepreneur, but I was not born and raised an entrepreneur. Like my parents were employees and I was raised as get a job and stay there forever and you'll be fine when you retire. And along the way, I met my business and life partner and he was already opened into the idea of building something of our own and building a business and um, get better with our mindsets and personal development and all of that. And slowly, I guess he had a good influence on me and it got us to start a few businesses. Some succeeded, some failed. And then at a certain point, I became an online business owner because I wanted to help people with their marketing online because the businesses that I had before were too much like trading time for money. And I wanted to have that um, working from home thing. But what what I struggled with the most was actually starting. I was hiding behind getting all those courses, buying a ton of programs, um, not necessarily finishing all of them, believing into the get rich quick scheme and just learning, learning and hiding behind the um, para paralysis analysis. And of course, the imposter syndrome that was there. For me, just the pretext or the excuse of getting a bit more or knowing that a little bit more uh, kept me hiding from expressing who I was or just sharing my my talent or my expertise with the world. So it took forever for me to just get started, um, just to just to dare to do something because I thought that everybody else was better because I was a beginner and I felt kind of ashamed or uh, not talented enough to leave my den or stand out in a certain, in a certain way. Um, afraid so much to sell, like not talking about my business to anybody. Like, and then how do you make business if you don't talk about it? Um, it took a while for even my family to know about it or my close friends. And then of course, when you start a business and you say it out loud for the first time, sometimes people are like, are you sure? Like you have a good job. Like, why would you leave that? And then it makes you doubt even more and, and drag you back into that imposter syndrome. And for those of you who don't know what imposter syndrome is, it's just the impression of not being enough. Um, not, uh, not good enough. 
why asking yourself the questions like why would people pay for me to tell them that um there are so many other people better uh why would people believe what i'm saying because they could go somewhere else why would people even pay me what i'm worth because what i'm doing is something i learned or something i'm comfortable in and then people would pay me for that so all these questions they tend to leave you at the stage of I don't want to do anything because anyways, if I do it, it won't succeed. So having the impression that everything you're going to do is going to fail. And then when you try to do it, because your mindset is so not um, in the right tone, then of course you don't succeed because because the brain has to be um, kind of like congruent with what's happening in your life or the actions that you have. So the more negative you're thinking, the more negative things will happen in your life. And that's what was happening at first. So each time I was trying to start something because my mindset was so not in tune with positivity and going for what I'm worth and all of that, then I kept on failing and failing. And then it's a bad circle because you think that, hey, bottom line, I was right. People don't want to pay me what I'm worth. Um, my business is not succeeding. And um, why did I start this this entrepreneurial thing? So let's say that in a nutshell, like that's what my the whole beginning of my entrepreneurship journey was. And it took me even a few years just to just to open my mouth and start selling something. As I said, I was just hiding behind learning and taking classes and just waiting and waiting. I don't know what I was waiting for, but I was just waiting. What was that first thing that you uh, finally sold where you're like, hey, I, I, I actually can do this. And, and so what if it was, you know, borrowing someone else's idea to get that sell? Um, the first thing I sold, I remember it was, uh, it was uh, a course that I had built and it was $27. Um, and it was about, uh, how to create a lead magnet. And I remember that the first sale I got, oh my God, I was so ecstatic because I was like, oh my God, like this could actually work. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, it took a, it took a lot of work, uh, internally and with my mindset and all of that. And I'm not saying that I, I, I still struggle with my mindset some days. Um, I think as entrepreneurs, we always, we, we often doubt or ask ourselves questions about like, am I doing the right thing? Did I, did I, did I make the right decision at that time? Or if something happens and it's not what you, you expected to happen, then you're thinking, okay, so what did I do wrong? Or like, I was not on top with this and that at a certain period. So I think it's a daily challenge, but you become better at it the more you cultivate that mindset by readings, uh, by surrounding yourself with the right people, by sharing your life with someone who believes in the same things and have the same values, uh, and by being loved and have a good circle of people that can help you in those hard times. Oh gosh. Um, uh, I think mindset is so important and I believe that the people that you're around often can make your mindset 
it's so much more positive, right? Like mm-hmm. the people that you're around it. I mean, I'm sure you've learned a lot from this podcasting alone, how even if you're not hanging out with those people, like every single day, like mm-hmm. just getting a couple of um, conversations with people that you look up to that are doing things that you're like, oh, wow, that's really unique. Uh, was there a certain interview that you were like, this is this is just everything I want to be and I'm going to not copy them, but I'm certainly going to emulate what they're doing because it's it's making me the kind of person that I want to show up in the world. Hmm. I I made so many interviews. I had so many people that have touched me in a certain way and in different aspects. Um I'm thinking I'm thinking about an interview I did with um Greg McKeown, which is the who is the author of the book Essentialism. And this is a book I I read um, two, three times already. And of course, I will read it again because the concepts in the book are are for your everyday life. And it could it could lead to a better business, could lead to a better relationship with yourself or with with people around you and all of that. And I remember that when I was interviewing him and talking to him about his concept, he was like, Fabienne, even if I invented or like. dissected this concept to teach it to people i personally struggle with my own concept every day um and it has to be with it has to do with concentrating on what matters instead of because we we live in a society where busy is overrated i find um the more you're busy like the more people are fond of you because oh my god like he's so busy or she's so busy and all of that but sometimes being busy doesn't necessarily mean being productive or uh, accomplishing what you need to accomplish in your life so uh so yeah when i was having this interview and he actually confessed that he was also struggling with this and I remember at that period, I was struggling with that. And that's the beauty of having a podcast because you could interview people that you, you need to get answers, you know? And so you just find the person and you interview that person on your podcast and you're fine, you know? So I felt really <laughs> good to know that the author of the book was also struggling with the same things as I was. And it felt great. And it gave me a push to keep going and to say, you know what, like if I still struggle with that every day and I just, I'm able also to overcome those challenges. But again, like nobody's perfect and everybody has to go through this. Yeah. I love that. Um, that I think the, if someone is asking them that, that, that question, that constant, you know, what's my purpose and, and what do I want to make a business out of? And, those are really deep questions, and, and I, I love that people are asking those questions. And I don't think that that question shouldn't be something that you should not ask every single day because it'll just reaffirm that why you started it. And I think the even more specific question to ask of oneself is to, uh, what am I dealing with right now that's also going to heal myself while I heal the world doing it? Mm-hmm. And I think that Greg, yeah, so I'm sure that you've learned about Greg and his book, Essentialism, is all about just doing that one thing. And I, we live in a world where now we do have the power to choose what we really do. Mm-hmm. And now that becomes the new problem is what's that one thing that you can do that's not going to actually uh, 
uh, I guess, take you away from, 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 from your overall being and what your, what your zone of genius is, but is going to allow you to actually step into it and then stay on track with it. Like John Lee Dumas talks about that, you know, follow one course until success. And I totally believe that. And I, I will, um, absolutely steal that away from him because I, I know that my monkey, my monkey brain that's constantly nailing symbols against each other, uh, will want to go one direction one day. I want to be a podcaster and the next day I want to be a, uh, you know, I don't know, an actor because I've, I've done that. And then I want to be a, you know, rock star in a rock star band, you know, so it's just so hard to stay on track, um, well, which I'd could, love to kind of talk about. You could become well, oh, an I'm actor. Sorry. You could become an yeah. actor. Yeah. Um, playing a podcaster who is also part of a rock band. <laughs> <laughs> there's an idea if i've ever heard one that's actually the um definition of creation to me is yeah. creativity is not taking just one thing but it's taking one thing that you're definitely definitely really good at and one thing that you're kind of good at and and i guess mending the two do you have a definition of creation for yourself Oh, a definition of creation for myself. I don't have a definition, but I would say that for me, creativity is just like not being afraid of expressing what what you feel like expressing at the moment. Um, and from what you were saying before, you said there are so many things you have in your head and one day you want to be this and the other day will be that and the other day... I think that being creative is being able to take all of that, all of your talents, all of your gifts and put them into something unique that represents you and that you could still share that with, with the world or with your audience. Um, because sometimes I deal with, and, and I used to have that problem too, because I have, I'm someone who loves a lot of things like uh, growing up, I did piano lessons and I danced ballet. I played team handball. Uh, I, I, I did, I took dance classes. Um, I, I played ultimate frisbee. Like I did a lot of things. And at a certain point when I was starting my business, like, okay, so what am I going to choose? I love decoration. Yeah. I, I, I had a home staging business. Um, I'm a formal physical therapy a therapist, so I was working as physical therapist, and then I taught that, and then, you know, like, I was like, okay, so how does someone choose? And the thing is, well, you take one thing at first, and you know what? Like, there's only one you. So while, let's say, being a physical therapist, sometimes I used to um, express my creativity by... I don't know, when my patients were doing better, I gave them stickers or gave them like grades or like trying to be creative with that or gave them a certificate when they're done with their treatments and feel better. Um, so it was just integrating a part of my personality into a job that I felt was uh, very, well, is very scientific. Like, so I wanted to put a little, you know, smile or funny stuff inside my, my job, my daily job. Same thing as an entrepreneur. Um, I I love to do podcasting and and I laugh all the time on the podcast. And sometimes even if it's serious subjects, I mean, I I I try I tend to you know crack jokes once in a while, and because that's who I am. So 
I think that it's possible in life to create something unique because you are unique out of everything that you are, um, not necessarily abandoning a part of yourself because you had to choose one thing that you wanted to do. I don't know if that was clear, but anyways, I hope it was. Hey friends, so let me ask you real quick. Are you someone who's trying to get more visibility? Who's trying to be in front of the crowd? Well, if that's you, I want to let you know that first of all, you're not alone. Second of all, if you want to get on more podcasts or ones that actually scratch your own itch, meaning maybe you have a book or a business or maybe you do speaking or if you don't yet do speaking, maybe you can and maybe you'd love to. Well, I put something together for you and in this little giveaway, I'm going to show you how to pitch yourself or podcast and how to actually be professional when you show up so you can be the next authority in your niche so you can start scratching your own itch. I know what it's like to build something, create something, and then there just be crickets. No one wants that. You need to be seen. You need to be heard because you have a message to share. A message that is worthy of hearing. Podcasts nowadays, more than ever, are being consumed by people. And guess who's actually learning the knowledge that's being shared? It's podcast listeners. It gives you a license to be an authority in whatever area you really dream of being an authority in. So if this at all starts to give you a little itch to scratch, just email logan at logantylernelson.com. Again, that's logan at logantylernelson.com. No, it was the sort of answer that you had to give, and I love it. I love it because it's it's you. And uh, the thing is, is I I it's it's what I think so many people uh, question themselves is okay. Now I'm saying yes to this one thing. I have to say no to everything else, and that is scary. But it's not like that's definite. I think it's um the. I love the idea of not finding one's passion, but developing one's passion. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that speaks to you at all, but um, I, I, I mean, gosh, have you ever found yourself within your own uh, starting your your own business, going, okay, wow, this is completely different than what I started out with? Um, I would say yes, because people. Ch- I would say that since I started, like, let's say my podcast, because that was a turning point in my business, um, even my audience has changed. The people I attract are changing um, because I'm changing, right? So when I started my business, first of all, like a lot of people, I didn't really know what I was doing. I just took action and and saw what happened, Right. And the amount of people or the kind of people I was attracting like are not the same as today. 
And I would say that today, the people that I attract are way more the people I want to work with than what I was, the people I was attracting uh, like three, four years ago. Because as a human being, I'm progressing every day and I work on myself and I'm expressing more my personality. See, I, I just confess that when I, when I, in my early years as an online business owner, I was afraid and I was kind of shy, not expressing who really I was. So basically there, what you project in the world is not entirely you. So you can't attract the people that you wish because you, you're not, you're not like authentic enough to, or true enough to yourself to uh, project that and attract the right people, right? So, so I would say that, yes, it changed. I didn't know it was going to be like that, but I'm pleasantly um, happy about what's happening right now with my business because, again, the people I'm surrounding myself with, the people reaching out to be on my podcast, the people I'm working with, um, the people who are commenting on my Facebook lives, like these are all people that fit with who I would love to work with or who I would love to collaborate with. Um, so I, I also think, and I, I'm saying that for a reason, I'm saying that to tell you that it pays off eventually to be yourself. It pays off because again, if I kept hiding, if I kept wanting to model something that was not me, if I kept not being true to myself, I would still have had attracted people that would not be a good fit for me or for my business. Then what would have happened? Well, it sucks, right? I would, I would think that my business is not working well, that it's not for me, that I should give up and that I don't know how to make that work and all of that. Instead, when you work on the right elements of yourself or on your, of your business and you keep doing it um, consistently, then at a certain point, things become to like start to flourish for you and you start having the results that you expected. But of course, this doesn't happen at the beginning because like everybody else, well, I had struggles and I had issues about my mindset most of it like when i started so so it took a while but i'm i'm glad that i i'm there now hi i'm just like i'm smiling so hard right now <laughs> because uh well the thing is is i, I you talked about it is it, it, it's very exhausting being someone else and I believe that it's exhausting, right? Like once you figure out that the thing that you are doing, it gives you so much energy uh, and it gives you so much happiness and, and fulfillment to do it. And I'm talking about like progression happiness, not like, oh, I'm smiling with, you know, uh, this constant smile all the time, like more so like you're, you're progressively getting better at your business. And as you get better at your business, you're getting better at life. And as you get better at life, you're making um, new cornerstones yeah. uh, actually, you know, come to your life, and you're attracting the type of people that you you used to look up to. And and I just want to say, any any, uh, and I'm talking to myself right now. I'm not just like preaching to everybody because I don't like doing that. 
But uh, I'm saying that um, right now the place that you're in needs to be happening because the place that you're in is only going to allow you to swim a little bit closer towards the Mm -hmm. island. And um, (laughs) which I'm sure you've discovered, there's really no island to even get to. But the best part is to have that being just close enough to the island where you're where you're uh, uncomfortably comfortable mm-hmm. and, it, and and you're around the right people that you're swimming by. And I'm, I know I'm using a metaphor right now, but that's fine <laughs> because it's, it's a lot, it's, it's me. It's what I give. And I think that's what uh, you give as a entrepreneur and a person, Fabian is you're really good at just like going, Hey, I'm transparent with my business. Hey, I'm transparent in my life as well because if i wasn't if i wasn't showing that off then i would be hiding a lot of things and i wouldn't be able to really be me and i wouldn't have the energy to do the stuff that i love doing from day to day and so i just have to commend you for that so thank you so much well it's my pleasure that's just who i am see see, exactly um i love that so much i'd love to ask you though what you think what practices do you do during the day um because i'm just curious that allow you to stay focused on that new project um that you have in inside your head like maybe you got this new idea for this new project and it keeps you clear on that idea because i think so many people including myself can can lose clarity and and actually uh um before we knew it know it just not do it at all what i'm doing is i start every morning uh the same way not always at the same time because i have a newborn but (laughs) the same way um and i read and it's uh it's a morning like ritual that i go that i go through every morning so the first part of it is my vision uh, where i see myself what's my ultimate goal not necessarily only financially or in business, but also with my lifestyle, with my family, um, where where I am, uh, with who, what I'm enjoying, uh, how my kids grow, what they become, what are their values. Um, and then after that, there's a section on what I want to accomplish in the in the next year to come. There are pictures to because I'm very visual. So pictures of where I want to be, or if there's a certain event I want to speak to, uh, speak in. Um, if there's uh, a place I want to visit this year, like all the pictures are there. And then the other section is about my life principles that I always want to respect and my values that are really dear to my heart, not only in business but also in life, like in general. And then a couple of affirmations about who I am and what I want to attract. And uh, at the end, um, it has to do with what I still struggle with and what I want to overcome. So instead of having what I still struggle with, I'm having the picture of the person I want to become. So with the, the positive characteristics, and I actually picture myself in that mode, in that state. So in my mindset, then there will be a type of like an automatic, it's called the automatic mechanism. Um, and it's from the book, uh, Psycho-Cybernetics. And uh, 
when you focus on what you want to become and you really visualize it like in the positive mode and not worry so much about how you're going to get there. It's as if within yourself, the solution is there, but you just have to give it a chance. And it doesn't mean that it's going to happen like in a day or two. But uh, if you keep reminding yourself that this is where you want to get, eventually you'll get there and your actions will lead you to that ultimate goal. So that's how I start each and every single day. And it takes me about 10 to 15 minutes to go through, sometimes a little bit longer if baby cries in between, like I'm done. But, uh, but I, I, I'm very, um, very strict and disciplined on starting my day this way. And I realized that since I'm doing this, like I'm what I'm attracting or the opportunities or the people are so much more glued to who I am and what I want to achieve. So that's what I do. And I don't think I'll ever stop doing it because I really love the way it's going right now. Hey, mm, that is nothing here. I would so appreciate it if you took some time to hit the subscribe button. I really want to just honestly live and give. Why? Because I was told when I was young that if you're feeling down, the best way to feel better is by lifting someone up again. So in an effort to make someone feel less alone, please hit the subscribe button so the podcast has a better chance of being found and making someone feel less alone. And if you're feeling down, hey, it can help you. Know that by hitting that subscribe button, you just did someone a huge favor. So thank you for hitting that subscribe button. Mm, that is, uh, that is, del- that is just, I love that all. I'm sorry. That's gold delicious. I love it uh, so much because it's 15 minutes. If, uh, if I didn't have 15 minutes in my life, uh, then I, I don't know. Um, maybe I would need to really rethink about what I'm doing. And I think it's so important to have that 15 minutes that, Maybe you don't do this in the morning, but maybe you do it another day or another time during the day, right? Where uh, you are energized and I don't know where that is for you, you that's listening right now that needs to ask themselves where they have 15 minutes during the day to do this awesome practice that Fabian uses to u- utilize clarity and utilize uh, just just a new thing that she wants to come into her life and and, and come into fruition. But hey, we're rounding out right now we're coming to the end and i'd love to do some uh scratching the surface curiosity questions just a, a few quick um yeah ended out strong kind of thing if you're up for that i'm up for it awesome awesome well um the first thing is uh what's a thought that keeps coming up during your day that you kind of just wish you didn't have anymore Is that okay? <laughs> is that okay? The question of is that okay? <laughs> yeah. You are not alone in that. I guarantee it. Um, uh, the next question is, if you could be someone for a month, who would you want to be and why? I want to be Oprah <laughs> for a month. <laughs> <laughs> 
Really, I mean, I was completely touched by her um, her speech um, at the last Golden Globes, and she hit some pointers, and she's so inspiring, and she has such a positive, charismatic aura. I mean, it's insane, and I just love her. So yeah, it would be Oprah for a month, easily. Yeah, Oprah's got it going on for sure. She, <laughs> I love that woman. Um, she just is amazing. Every from top to bottom amazing um but uh i'd love to ask you if you could give a quote to the entire universe which quote would that be coming from me or something that i've heard already you can do whatever you like whatever you <laughs> think's right right now my <laughs> My all-time favorite quote is from Jim Rohn, and it, it goes like this. It's success is something you attract by the person you become. Oh, my God. So true. That's why, that's why I asked that question about who would you like to become for a month. It's just um, <laughs> I've actually been like consciously asking myself that question, too. Like Even when I'm alone, it's like, what would so-and-so do in this situation? What would so? Because I just like I know leave it to me. I'll. And I'm not saying that I'm a terrible person right now, but leave it to me. I, I might, I might make the wrong choice. So I ask myself very often, <laughs> who, what kind of person do I want to actually show up in the world? You know what I mean? So I like um, that. Yeah, try it out. Um, I, I, I can't really, um, I guess, uh, trademark that at all because I just think it's such an awesome thing to do. Anyways, and I wouldn't want to ever, ever. Make money off of that, like some people are trying to make money off the sun, but um, that's not the kind of person I am. Uh, but anyways, I would love to ask you this last question because I just think it's so important, and I think it's sort of the draino for um anything that's uh, dark and um, anything that some people correlate depression or loneliness with or trauma. What is Something that you're deeply, deeply curious about and you're excited to learn about. Right now, what I'm curious to learn about is um, continue to learn about like human beings. Every day I'm surprised and amazed by people's reactions. Um, every day I meet new people. Weekly, I interview people, I connect with people because of my podcast, because of my business, and it really fascinates me how how huge and limitless the human brain is. So anything that has to do with human potential, mindset, uh, you know, like being the best that you could be, this this really fascinates me. I love it so much. Uh, I'm reading the book Sapiens. Have you ever checked that out? No. Oh, I guess I will have yes. to. Yes. Highly, highly recommended. Um, I won't tell you much because if you love humans and you love the anthropology side of human beings and the, the sort of where we came from, it is so, so, so neat about why we are the way we are i mean just just one little tidbit uh about sweets the reason why we're addicted to sweets is because when we were hunter gatherers like when we found something sweet 
it was a very, very, um, it was very rare. So like the reason why we feel like we got to stuff our faces when, when we find something that's sweet, our, our brain is actually just evolved in this way that we only have so much time to get this down. Otherwise we could get killed. So it's just rare that we find this. So like, oh, mm-hmm. I found something sweet. I'm going to take it like crack cocaine and just absorb this right away or inhale this right away and then get on going because it's it's just not a norm, normal thing to do. So uh, that was really interesting listening to that part of the book. Finally, I know that's why I'm like this. I love sweets. <laughs> you are not alone. Um <laughs> Well, Fabi and I love to also give an opportunity for you that's listening right now that wants to connect with this amazing woman and either connect with uh, myself too, or if you heard something today that you really liked and you're like, I, I want to start practicing this in my own life, just Instagram, Facebook, tweet about it, uh, put it out in the ethos because that's that that's type of thinking, you know, like Fabian had the quote uh about success and how she wants to show up in the world and all that kind of stuff once you start doing that like once you start you know utilizing and implementing those quotes in your own life i guarantee you those ideas and ideologies will come to fruition for you so fabian i'd love to plug you in uh where can people find you Wow, they can find me especially on Facebook. Um, on I'm pretty active on my personal profile, so that's facebook.com forward slash Fabienne Raphael, but without the E at Fabienne, so F-A-B-I-E-N-N-R-A-P-H-A-E-L. Nice, and I hope you texted that into your phone while you're driving, right? <laughs> um <laughs> No, I'll put that in the the show notes for you that love visuals. And uh, also, uh, any last thoughts that you'd like to to leave away for that one person that needs to hear this right now? Yeah, I I strongly believe that everybody has something inside of them that they can share with the rest of the world. And I also know that sometimes it's scary and hard to really embrace that and dare to just try it out and see what impact it can give. But I, I assure you, if you do that with the right guidance, I mean, you will tap into a part of yourself you never thought was possible and you'll be such a more happier person. Oh my God. I love that so, so much. Just the, Oh my God. I love that. I'm sorry. There's so much I could, I could talk to you for another 14 years. Um, and I would love to 14 years. have you 14 years, specifically 14 years. I don't know if I can do 15 years. I'm sorry. I'm just going to be honest with you, Bobby. <laughs> uh, but, uh, I would, yeah, I'd love to get you back on one of these days and I want to stay connected. And I also, uh, want you to know that you matter and you're enough even though we talked about imposter syndrome it is uh it is a hard demon to take down it's in us all but i'd like to say to everyone that that doesn't mean that it's impossible to take down so thanks again fabian for being on scratch your own itch Thank you for inviting me. That was awesome. I loved it.
Oh, thank you. Yeah, I loved it too. I'm just gonna hit. All right, there's another episode of Scratch Your Own Itch. Uh, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day to support the show by listening. Um, the biggest compliment you could ever pay me is just by sharing this because honestly, it doesn't take much and it feels so good when people create something and take time. And when I see someone take time to create something that really just changed my day, either made me feel less alone, maybe put a smile on my face, made me laugh made me feel wiser. I always want to share it with the world because why? When I share something that resonates with me, why not share it? I mean, that's just kind of the thing that goes around and it's free. It takes no time at all other than just a click of the button, share. On either Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, any of those social media platforms would be great to share this. So I really appreciate it. And I want to say that um, anybody who's looking to gain authority or expertise in their area and they don't want to take another year or year and a half to write a book and wait until that's published, I think the best way is right now is to start a podcast. So if you're at all interested in starting a podcast, if you meet the certain requirements, I'd love to help you with a podcast and also get a website going for you as well. And this is not an easy task. It's hard to actually get it done and get it out there. So every now and then we need some help and I'm here for you. So please reach me at Logan at LoganTylerNelson.com if you're interested at all. And don't ever forget, you matter and you're enough.